The committee is going to order, as the president has already done, all government departments across the country to publish the list of all those that um, have received or participated in any procurement during this uh, period of the national state of disaster. From that step, law enforcement agencies, if there is any suspicion or allegations of any corruption, they will have the information at hand. It is aimed to ensure that it is known who got the tender, for how much, what was the purpose of that day, particular by every member of the public from wherever they are working from. If there will be any allegation, the law enforcement agencies are empowered to act without any fear, favor, or prejudice to anyone, whether it's in cabinet, whether it's a DG, whether it's a DDG, whether it's a CEO, whether it's a low-ranking official somewhere in a municipality or in the private sector, anywhere, the message from cabinet is that they must act without fear or favor. Now, that was the Justice Minister, Ronald Lamola. We now joined on the line by the Director of Accountability now, Advocate Paul Hoffman, to talk about this particular issue. A very good morning to you, Advocate, and welcome. Good morning to you, Albert, and to your listeners as well. Under South African law, corruption is investigated by the Hawks, the NPA, commercial crime units of the SAPS, the Special Investigative Unit, the Asset Forfeiture Unit, and so on. But is there a need for another cabinet committee to do the same? Now, I'm afraid that this proliferation of agencies and committees and hubs and fusion centers and task teams flies in the face of the binding decisions of the Constitutional Court in the Glenister litigation that was uh, conducted after Jacob Zuma basically disabled the anti-corruption machinery of the South African state. And uh, unless and until Minister Lamorna, with great respect, and his colleagues in Cabinet get their heads around the fact that they are bound by decisions of the highest court in the land to design anti-corruption machinery of state that is contained in a single entity, we are going to continue to, to, to drown in the corruption that is uh, in, in the country at the moment. But I do have good news for your listeners. What is the good news? The, the good news is that the uh, National Executive Committee of the NEC put out a, uh, a, a statement, a, a media release, on Tuesday this week in which they indicated that Cabinet needs to look at creating this single entity. So somebody in the NEC has become alive to the fact that we, 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 we have been on the wrong track during the Zuma years. We are still on the wrong track with this proliferation of um, uh, entities looking into corruption. And what we need is a specialized, properly trained, independent unit which is capable of holding its job even when it goes after the big fish and which is resourced in a guaranteed fashion. Once we have that, corruption will diminish. Until we have it, 
corruption will continue and will flourish. It's as simple as that. Now, some of our listeners, we ask the very same question, and, and uh, this one from Joseph Mombo on Facebook suggests, how can you write a test and mark for yourself? Now, that's Ramaphosa <laughs> establishing the ministerial committee. He's trying to convince the people that he's taking action against corruption. Alfred says his pockets are full, and he's just fooling fools who always are voting for them. And the appointment to investigate and report to Ramaphosa, it's just to make Lamola another multimillionaire. Like Zondo, in the ANC, no thieves will ever be, have been, have ever been prosecuted. They, then they add in Kosazana Zuma, a fake cigarette kingpin friend, a question from Alfred. Now, these are some of the, com- the comments that we have there. So if we look at the, the setup of this particular committee, is there a sense that they uh, can be objective to make transgressors be held to account? And the question then, like the listeners are asking, can cabinet members investigate each other objectively? No, uh, clearly the cabinet is a collective. The Constitution even says that the cabinet is uh, collectively responsible for what it does. And it, 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 in fairness to the president, what he says in yesterday's press release is that he wants this cabinet uh, committee to look into, not to investigate or prosecute or anything else, to look into. So if the cabinet committee uh, assembles a comprehensive list of every tender that has been uh, awarded in relation to the uh, COVID mm-hmm. emergency, Yes. and makes it available to an independent institution that is uh, what, what we call stirs compliant. In other words, that is specialized, trained, independent, properly resourced, and secure in its tenure of office. Advocate, unfortunately, that's where we got to leave it. That was Advocate Paul Hoffman, the Director of Accountability Now.